huge red flag. I will not work with someone who, again, 30 likes and an and over a hundred thousand. You're you're um a macro influencer? Nah. Nope. No way, yeah. no how. Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, aka the Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the Amazon FBA and e-commerce podcast. Today, well, we're talking a lot about this, and we're talking influencers, but today it's what to avoid when working with influencers. We're going to touch on what are the red flags, the ideal situation when reaching out to influencers, and most importantly, how to find them. All right, welcome to Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and FBA podcast. Okay, like I said, today, what to avoid when working with influencers. Our guest is an Amazon Live host, influencer, entrepreneur, and new mom. She started by posting her visits to some of New York's top food and travel locations after expanding to products and daily lifestyle content. She used her knowledge and marketing degree to start her own business, uh, building brands and influencers to reach their full potential. Now, a proud owner of GMC Influence, she manages influencers like herself while her husband, Josh, is in charge of the production portion of the company. Please welcome her. It will be. Well, we'll welcome her in a second. We got to get to a sponsor first, but our first time guest, Gina Marie Vega. Kelsey, hit the sponsor. I want to thank Jeff Schick Legal for sponsoring this episode of Lunch with Norm. You've probably heard on the podcast about Amazon suspensions. They're very real. It can happen at any time. And when it does happen, how do you get out of it? How does the little guy like you and me get out of these suspensions without paying an arm and a leg in legal fees? This is where Jeff Schick Legal is here to help. For a very low monthly retainer, for only $89, get access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. That's right. You can sit back, relax, enjoy that cup of coffee while listening to the Lunch with Norm podcast, knowing that you have an advocate and a partner in your business success. But wait, just mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. Get the protection you need and visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. Now let's get back to the show and let's bring in Gina. Hi, guys. Oh, how are you? Good. How are you, Norm? I'm doing fine. I, I have my ups and my downs with this 100,000 follower challenge, but um, I'm doing it. Oh, big news. We've... We've unlocked the blue lock, and now we can make commissions on our videos. Yes, finally. I, two days. Two days they're supposed to be approved. This has been our sixth or seventh week waiting. Yeah, there's people waiting up to like three months, uh, four months sometimes for that. So Wow. And it's, something it's a lot. Yeah, something else I didn't realize Hey, Josh, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> That's my husband. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I've never met, but uh, anyways, I saw him come up. Uh, but anyways, uh, I, I one thing I learned is that when they ask you 
when you when you're creating these shoppable videos mm -hmm. so you can go ahead if you go into the influencer program you can go ahead and um create videos no problem but to have them shoppable to get commission so they show up uh on the product listing or in the related video section and you can actually make uh money on them Mm -hmm. then you have to uh, have them unlocked. And you'll see this if you go into your creator hub and you'll see yeah. a blue lock. But what I didn't realize, and thank God for Todd Snively. So he said, these are all the things you don't do. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I couldn't find yeah. any of this. Like to get the three done instantly. Like uh, when I was doing, when we, Kelsey and I did our first one, we, we did a Hollywood production, right? Like we, and it took forever to do. And he's going, no, don't put that up. Don't Simple put as that best. Up. Put up one shoot, you handling the product and mm -hmm. all these things you don't say. Yep. And I was so lucky because it was going to be so different and they're not published. So we are telling everybody those little tips too. And also Todd, Todd does have an incredible e-commerce group where he talks about um, not only this, but um, shoppable videos, e-commerce mm -hmm. in general. And I'll, I'll talk to, well, Todd will be on one of these days, but man, I'm so lucky, you know, and just talking to everybody. Yeah. Like, it's a lot in the beginning. It's a lot to understand. I know like right under where the lock button is, there's yep. like the community guidelines, but those guidelines are not black and white. They're right. not, they're very, very hard to understand. And right now there's a lot of, I wouldn't say issues or anything like that, but a lot of going on of everyone trying to figure out what's allowed on the platform, what's not allowed. And as you said, it's us helping each other. Like your friend Todd told you what to do. There's, there's no real black and white to this. Like they tell you what not to do, but then you're like, wait, but can I do this? You know, but can I do that? I can't say this, but that doesn't make sense. So it, it's a lot of figuring out and these groups and communities really help. Yeah. And it it's, you put time and effort into it. It's mm -hmm. kind of like an Amazon account. Uh, and I don't know if you sell on Amazon, but no. like Amazon, you wake up one morning and your account suspended for no reason. Mm -hmm. You figure it out. And good and luck so, getting it back. And yeah, it could, first of all, you, you might have to, uh, go to like a, a suspension or somebody who specializes in that there's 2,500 or $5,000, except if you Jeff Schick law, $89 a month, <laughs> just one of our sponsors. Uh, but you can just wake up and your total livelihood is gone. And this yeah. is what I don't understand about Amazon. I know they're protecting themselves, but with these uh, videos, same thing. This is your livelihood. If you wake up one day, Gina, all of a sudden you wake up to an email and you no longer on Amazon. Um, well, have you been here? I don't know if you're a part of the Facebook group of all the influencers and so forth. That, that Did you hear what happened a week ago? No. Over like, I would say 20% of us, our accounts just got shut down. For no rhyme, no reason. Only email we got was that we're breaking operation guidelines. No one knew why, no one knew how. And um, anything I say here is not on the behalf of Amazon. I'm making that clear so no one comes after me. I am not speaking on the behalf of Amazon. This is solely, uh, solely my opinion or like just information from my experiences. Um, 
but every a, a bunch of influencers got their accounts. I'm talking about top notch people. Wow. I'm talking about a listers to the little guys. Um, randomly shut down, and it happened to my husband. My husband just got an email, shut his account down, and we're like, everyone's frantic. So I ran to the Facebook group and I looked, and I'm like, oh my god, it's not just us; it's other people because everyone's po like, oh my god, my account got just taken away. And we're one, we realized we have to have other revenue streams. Two, what did we do? So now everyone's scrambling to figure it out. Oh, did we post? Did we not post the link correctly? Did we not give disclosures? Because there's a lot of rules in the guidelines about where you're allowed to post associate links, not to post associate links. Yep. You have to make sure it's a disclosure on your website that you are earning commissions, which is fair. Okay. Um, but like, how about a warning? Or, hey, can we figure out a system to tell us what we're doing wrong and maybe fix it together before just shutting this down? I understand, like you said, I understand they're trying to protect ourselves, um, protect Amazon's protecting themselves, but let's work together to figure out how we can make this a, a fluid system for everyone. And how are we, how can we fix this? Yeah. Not just, you know, we live, eat, breathe Amazon. We're here for you, Amazon. Work with us. We, we want to be here. We want to be here. You know, just help us. So it's a learning curve, but they play no games. They'll literally shut down your account. Thank God my husband in an hour after we, we fixed everything we thought was wrong. In an hour, we emailed support, which their appeal link wasn't working. It was down. So oh. no one could file appeals. So that was another thing. So everyone's trying to email the email they got. And my husband got lucky within an hour. It was back up. Jeez. Some people you know, are still down right now. And it was a week ago. Well, they, they shut down one of the, I think it was the number one Amazon seller at one point anchor and they just shut them down. Anchor. And, like, Oh, I think I have anchor speakers like the, yeah, the... anchor, uh, their oh, electronics wow. company. And they just shut them down for no apparent reason. So these guys are selling hundreds of thousands, millions, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, hundreds of thousands a day anyways. But um, anyway, the other thing I wanted to bring out with this influencer this is just a tip. And this is the topic we're talking about today is what not to do, right? Red <laughs> flags. But mm -hmm. becoming an influencer, this is a red flag. Do not, like when the Creator Hub asks for uh, three videos to be approved, don't put up, this is another mistake we made. Don't put up four. Don't put up 10. Nope. Don't put up 15. Three and wait. Three. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is if you're, you might draw attention to another uh, video that might not be reviewed or might be reviewed that aren't your original three. And you could be shut down because of uh, that one or not approved. You can always appeal it. But yeah. the only, we were worried. It took us so many months to get approved. Mm -hmm. If we were to get shut down because one of our videos and we did put up more, I didn't realize we could only, we should have only put up three, but, if they would have taken a look at those and they uh, rejected us, it would have been an appeal process. I could have been down for another two to three months. Mm -hmm. That's a quarter of my hundred thousand uh, follower challenge, you know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and also you don't want to put more than three. Cause every time say, say knock on countertop, you get rejected. You got to take down all of those videos and start from scratch. Yeah. So it's not even worth, putting more videos up until you either, and you only get three tries to, to apply. So if you get denied after three times of trying to apply for that unlock button, you can never apply again. Yeah, it's, it, it mm -hmm. is tough. And um, even 
Uh, this is a whole other podcast, but this is on how to become an influencer uh, and doing it the right way. And yes. um, uh, we we did have one account shut down and yeah. we know why, but we learned the hard way. So we had to start all over again. But oh. let's talk about today's topic. All this is, <laughs> it, it is a different rabbit hole, but it it's on topic. Yeah. But let's talk about red flags. Okay. So the first thing we should talk about is how can you, or what are the red flags around influencers? So when you say red flags around influencers, so what's when, if you're a company looking for influencers, what, what are some of the red flags saying, stay away? Okay. Don't work with this influencer basically. Yeah. Okay. So basically for me, when I, when I, um looking for influencers to work with or in the beginning should i even say is you want to see the engagement rate if they have a hundred thousand followers but like 10 likes on a photo that doesn't sit well with me right like you have a hundred thousand followers and i'm being like lowballing and you can even have a million followers and you're only getting like 30 likes that means either you bought them or they're not organic and that could actually hurt your business because now they're tagging your brand on a like almost Fugazi account that they're not really doing what they're saying. You got to look at the engagement, right? That's a huge red flag. I will not work with someone who, again, 30 likes and a, and over 100,000. You're, you're um, a macro influencer? Nah, nope. No way, yeah. no how. Yeah. So I would say that's definitely a huge one for me. Also, how frequently are they posting? Do they post once a month? Because if you're a full-time influencer, you're not just posting once a month. That's, and also the quality of their, their photos. Does it look like, I mean, I guess that one has a little bit of a gray area depending mm -hmm. on their type of content, but I would definitely say the quality, the numbers, the engagement rate, you know, all of that stuff. That is the biggest red flags for me. The top like three things I would say I look for. Now, when, when you talked about um, the quality of the, let's say the video mm -hmm. uh, i've i've been told that it's best not to do the hollywood production but to do it more like uh, just an iphone shot um you know just w one shot or maybe a couple of cutaways but well not... when i say quality and that's why i yeah. say it's like kind of a gray area you could be shooting on your iphone that's totally fine but is the camera shaking? You know, is it clear cut? Like, you know, also depending on the type of content they're producing as well. Um, you know, you could PC people who care, who are putting the time and effort, even if it's shot on an iPhone. I don't care if it's shot from your laptop. It doesn't have to be, like you said, full Hollywood. Oh my God. Hollywood production um, to be great quality content. Quality to me also means effort. Do they take the time to edit it in the sense of like cut up the clips? make it engaging, you know, putting the time behind it. Cause there's a lot of, you know, TikTokers and even Instagram people who do like the vlog style, you know, day in the life of type stuff. And it's super engaging. It looks clean. It looks nice. It's like I said, it's not them holding the phone and it's shaking and you, it looks like they're going through a whirlwind of tunnels. The sound is all distorted. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you know, to, what to look i use an iphone all the time for my quality for my content i normally don't post anything too too like this level camera or anything like that unless it has to do with like my amazon live recaps but just making sure you can tell when an, an influencer cares you can tell when someone cares and then you can tell the people are like oh whatever about it 
Yeah, that's that's an interesting point because uh, I, I'm curious about your when you're doing you're working with your iPhone. Mm -hmm. Do you use your iPhone mic or do you use a better quality mic? I normally just use my iPhone um, mic, but again, I also make sure it's not covered. You know, I make sure that I'm not rubbing it as I'm recording because you know it. Oh yeah, hey, I got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> So you understand, like, if you're making a video, that's totally fine on your iPhone. And if you want, if you're going to be far away from the phone, maybe you, they make um little, oh, I have actually have one right here, coincidentally, like little connects to your iPhone right to the bottom. And then you have like a lavalier that just goes right to your shirt, or you can hide it on the inside of your shirt. And it just picks up the audio. It's not like a hundred, and you could get these for like 20 20 bucks, 50 bucks, under a hundred dollars on Amazon. Wow. So, and they recharge and just keep it in your pocket, keep it in your bag if you want to use something like that, but it's not a necessity, but it yeah. definitely does help. There's little things you can do just to show that you care. So as a influencer, how do you choose or not choose products that you wanted to work with? Um, I feel one who I want to work with is obviously the product itself, obviously. Like, do I want the product? Do I need it? Um, is it a necessity? Am I happy to shoot it? Also, also how the companies come, uh, like, reach out to me. Oh, if you're, there, like that, there you go. Thank you for saying that. Okay. So let me fit. So my uh, one of the influencers I manage, she forwarded me an email. It's like, oh, a brand reached out to me. 40 emojis in the email. 40 emojis, right? Like, so ha can't wait to work with you emoji. Oh, this is our product emoji. I'm like, would you ever send out a business email? I won't even open those emails. Like, don't send me emojis. I don't care how much you try, you're excited. <laughs> there, I see people put a little smiley face at the end. Thank you for reading. That's, yeah. I could, I could deal with that. But how you come to me really affects if I really even want to work or I even take you seriously. Will I even respond to the email? So that's a big thing too. Is it generic? Does it is my name in it? Is it just seem like an email blast? You know, how much information are you putting in there? You know, stuff like that. I remember, I don't know if you know Gracie, but uh Gracie Rayback, do you know her? Mm, Amazon. Sounds she's familiar. A, she's an Amazon influencer. She's an A-lister. I I met her um I officially met her uh, last year in Mexico. Mm. And uh one of the things that she was saying when she was on stage, her pet peeve were these people who just reached out with an email blast and didn't know the personality, like her personality of, mm -hmm. you know, presenting the products. And she said, just going out and putting that personalization yep. and don't throw, I'm talking about the brand's mm -hmm. uh, ego in there. It's it's not about the brand. It's It's about working together. And some people are just so arrogant when they try to reach out. It's mm -hmm. just like, ah, okay. Like we owe bin. you something. Like and you're doing us a favor. I don't need you. Yep. I don't need you. You're coming to me, right? You're yeah. asking me to work for you. If you if if you were going on an interview with someone, is that how you approach them? Absolutely oh, not. My gosh. And that is so important. So anybody listening, and by the way, this is such a different topic today. Like we, we are talking about how to find influencers, but we're also kind of going down a few different rabbit holes about influencers. So if you do know anybody, make sure you tag them and let them know uh, what we're talking about today. I know we've got a bunch of people on here right now, but this is something that everybody should be listening to because everybody's talking about influencers and 
if you want to be your own brand ambassador, how do you do it and what not to do? Or if you want to work with or find a brand ambassador or influencer for your brands, what do you do right? What do you do wrong? And starting out with number one, do not just give them an email blast and do <laughs> not be arrogant. That's yeah, the, just the be humble thing. and be nice and be honest. Like when I reach out to a brand I really want to work with, yeah. I say, I absolutely love your product. I love to sit down and discuss how we can collaborate together. I saw this product on your website and I think this would fit my audience amazingly. You know, I, I, let's, has, let's think how we can do this together. Like, you know, just you want to be like super excited in the email without coming off too pushy or anything like that and vice versa. There was um, a doll company that reached out to me. I think they're actually right there in the background. Far Out Toys. Um, shout out to Far Out Toys. Uh, they um, reached out to me and like, it was a really nice, we love your content, Gina. We think these girl dolls would be great for you and your daughter. The fact that they mentioned my daughter and knew I had a daughter was everything. So that was a huge thing for me too. Um, Cause I'll get people who reach out, who try to personalize their email blast. Like, Oh, Hey Gina, we saw your page, blah, blah, blah. We love you. Did it. And then the next email is like, okay, tell me more about your campaign. Can you send us your Amazon link? Didn't you just tell me you, you, you saw my page and you love me. That's why you reached out. Why are you asking for my Amazon profile? I got, I got a email yesterday cause uh, like people are hearing what I'm, I'm doing. So I'm, I'm posting a couple groups. Mm -hmm. My name's not Victor. <laughs> <laughs> so it was an email blast, but mm. they made a little problem with the code. So, oh yeah. my God. Or the worst is when they BCC everyone or don't BCC everyone. And you see, like, I've got an email blast where everyone still CC'd on it. And I've actually replied. I'm like, you might not want to have everyone CC'd on it. And I reply with everyone on it. I'm like, you may not want to reply with everyone on here. If you'd like to work with me, please feel free feel free to send me a personalized email. That's so unprofessional. And so unprofessional. Um, it breaks compliance too, by the way. Um, mm -hmm, I know. Uh, yeah. So that's that's crazy. All right. Mm -hmm. What's the ideal situation when we are reaching out? Like, what should people keep in mind? We've got that. That email that's going out, a little bit of personalization. Is there anything else that you like seeing in those emails? When they're reaching to us or when we're reaching yeah, to brands? No, no, when you uh you when you're receiving an email. Okay. Um the more information in the email, the better. You know, I feel like what products or, or what are you reaching out about? Like, like, do you want me to promote? Because sometimes they'll just send like their storefront, which yeah. is fine. In my mind, then I get to pick anything I want. Like if you have a specific thing you want me to promote send the link of the product in there. Hey, we think you're great for this product. What are the deliverables you're looking for? Are you looking for Amazon live streams? You know, are you looking for videos? Um, are you like, what are you looking for? You know, are you also looking for social media um, engagement and, and promotion as well? So the more information and specific you can be. Also, when I say this, I feel like, I hope I say this respectfully, um, come correct in the sense of that, don't offer things like, Oh, we'll give you this for free. Can you post for free? Like, come correct with a budget. Mm. Come correct. Like, even if you at least offer me something and we work out, we're negotiating. Oh, I can give you all the free products. I've I literally had people say, I'll give you all the free products you want. Can you post for free? Yep. Do you work for free? That's uh, that's exactly, exactly it. Uh, Do products pay my bills? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I get that a lot with consulting. 
So, mm. oh, you, you know, it, it, it was like, here's, here's what I charge. Why do you charge that? You know, it's it's only an hour. Well, I'm fixing your product or problem, aren't I? If you were able I, to do this on your own, you wouldn't be coming to me. Right. So, so it, it's so important because that, that does happen. And I've even received that. Uh, and the way that I'm doing it with this challenge is I am providing product, but people are paying me a percentage if I make a sale. And people are arguing with me like, Oh, this is, this is another thing that happened. Uh, I won't. So uh, I heard this, blah, 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 blah. Um, I would be interested in working with you. Okay, great. Uh, however, I will not disclose my product unless I have an NDA. Okay. So you're making it a little bit tougher. Like what, what, okay. what product do you have that I can't see just to see if I sh should work with you or would work, work with you? And then it usually follows up with some sort of negotiation on the deal. Mm. And, and NDA, I hope I say NDA, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I get that. I could kind of understand an NDA a little bit, like if they they feel like they got the next, I don't know, MacBook or something. <laughs> like you know what I mean? I could kind of. But when you like before, I can't negotiate with you until I see the product. You want me to sign an NDA? Okay, cool. Like I understand. You don't want me to link your or reveal your product to the world, but okay, let's become correct. If you're gonna make me go through these steps, oh, come correct. I, yeah. So anyways, uh, and a lot of the times it's newer sellers are just so mm -hmm. paranoid, but like in our group, it's, it, this is crazy, Gina, in our group, people will uh, either come onto the podcast or just post in the group, their products. Mm. And that's unheard of in Amazon. Amazon is, uh, so close to the chest, you know, but that's what I like. That's, you know, the, the people at least I'll listen to the NDA, but if I start hearing all these conditions to, to work with people, and this is, this is for my other businesses mm -hmm. too, my managed brand service or my mm -hmm. logistics company. All I know is that's going to be a pain in the butt. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, 100%, those, those are my red client. flags. It's going to yes. be a pain in the butt. Then, you know what, I would, in my mind, I don't do the seller part, so I don't know exactly what the amount of work or what the value is to you um, is, but for me to sign an NDA, I just jacked up the price by like 10 grand, or I'm, I'm guessing numbers. I just doubled the price just because you're going to be, I know you're going to be difficult. I know you're going to be a pain in the butt. And for this to be worth my time, I have clients like that too, that I know you're going to be more difficult and more time consuming and more stuff I'm going to have to do for you. So now that just jacked up the price. And that just reminded me of another question. It wasn't one that mm -hmm. I was originally going to call uh, talk about, but uh, you create an Amazon Live. Uh, you mm -hmm. might create other forms of content. And uh, what and, and this is is a statement at first, but what I hate seeing, and I've seen it, and I've had a client that that this that he did it, and uh, I told him I I didn't think that was right at all, and, and the influencer caught him, but you pay for the influencer, the mm -hmm. contract. So the contract states, and usually you would sign a contract, but uh, the contract states that the copyright is oh, for <laughs> is for the influencer providing Amazon Live, um, a shoppable video, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. And then you find it edited and All it's right, playing on a YouTube channel or some other platform and you're not getting compensated for it. 
Oof. This is my think? number one pet peeve. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's go. So I've had my video stolen. My picture put on me personally. They took my live, screenshotted my face with the product, and put it on their Amazon page. Used everything. You are not allowed by law to do that. In the, especially this, since I'm from, I don't know other state laws. In the state of New York, are automatically the content creator, the artist, anyone owns the right to all content and art or anything, owns the copyrights unless permission given to them. I know that for a fact. So the fact that we didn't, I don't even have to say it in the email if I didn't want to, or even if it didn't say it in the contract, by law, unless discussed, you do not own the rights to this content by law off the yeah. bat. So you're, you're in the New York, in New York state, you're covered by that. Um, but I can now sue you because you did it if you wanted to, but that's a whole nother ball game. But that price for original content is extremely high. I do not hand over files. I do not do anything unless that is compensated. It has to always mm -hmm. be compensated. And it's not like, oh, 50 bucks. Because now they're allowed to use this for a lifetime. They can now do whatever they want with this piece of thing and say they're making millions of dollars on it. And you charge them 50 bucks or you you stole it from me, you're out of your mind. Yep. You're out of your mind. And one of the things I like to do most is I even avoid buying rights out um, straight out sometimes. What I would like to do is leasing, leasing my content where they pay monthly. And now that's residual income because now they're paying month to month to month to month to month, opposed to 500, 1,000, 10,000 upfront. So now you can lease and you have the rights to use my content on a month to yearly basis for X amount. And now you're paying me over five years, 10 years, two months, three months. That's, and it's, it's affordable. Yeah. And it's more affordable. So, and you could even see, do you like this content? And another thing is too, is that if they're not paying for the rights, you should post a sign something that you have no, um, uh, if, if your content is manipulated in any way, you are not responsible if something illegal is, if it's used for something illegal or misrepresentation, just so you're covered. So God forbid someone steal, like I made videos with dolls, right? And yep. say my daughter's in it. And now they take that content and make something that I don't feel represents me in the best light. But if there's not something signed that I handed over the rights and I have nothing to do with this, someone could come after me and sue me. So you got to make sure that when you're handing over original content, especially your face, your name is in it, that you are covered from every angle, that wow. someone can't manipulate it to sound wrong, bad, or use like any words in I'm that. Writing this down, if you, you, if you, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you should always cover yourself, whether besides handing over the rights, that you are no longer attached to that form of content, that you are not legally responsible with anything that happens with that content. Because say now they um do something where it manipulates where there's children involved like my daughter like what if they put something up and now they get sued because they you know do something where there's an image of my daughter and now i'm involved because i'm the mom but they manipulated to look like it was something illegal you yeah. know what i mean so i got to make sure that i had no ties and no knowledge of this and that has to be in the contract right so very, that every it's a very very slippery slope Come, do not even ask me for the original content unless you got a check. Yeah. Yeah. And a and lot the, of sellers do this. A you lot. know, it sounds 
it sounds like a hard line, but this is somebody's livelihood mm -hmm. and they've spent time to do it. Reputation, it's not like, oh, everything. Yeah. It, it's, it's not something that, oh, okay, this is something that people will do for free. I know here's, here's an example. So I went through film school. So mm -hmm. I was, that's what I did. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I went through uh, film and video. Oh. And so what, what would happen? Oh, every frigging lunch or every wedding, people would come up to me and say, oh, can you videotape? And the word was videotape back then. Can mm -hmm. you video our wedding? Well, that sucks because they don't want to pay me. Get out of and here. And I've got to get my equipment. I've got to get. Mm -hmm. And I would do it. And it, it just happened way too much. And then I stopped it. Nope. And also another it. thing is, even with weddings and stuff like that, they'll act for the original files. Or even when I'd shoot a commercial for uh, like, like a, I've done Amazon promotion and shot products before they wanted the original files and no, that's not included in the contract. I do yeah. not hand over the original content unless you're paying me. And that will start at 10 grand, 20 K because now I'm again, that manipulation, you know, that could God forbid I'm covering myself. And two that, you know, how much time it took and how much hours of footage we, I actually, well, before I even became on Amazon, we were filming for a company, I won't say their name, and they assumed they were getting the original files when I was doing their promotion. No, ma'am, sir. And they fought me. They went through the contract, got lawyers involved. They wanted all the original content. I said, you please tell me where you see anything about original content. And I even put in the contract, if you want the raw, and I'm sure you as a videographer and film person, you know what R-A-W, the file, right? The yep. raw file. You would know that means, especially if you're in this line of work, they were a company that does production. And I was being subcontracted for them as the videographer. And they go, well, you uh, you said that this is not, you didn't say that raw um, files. I'm like, yes, I did. I said raw, R-A-W dot, are not included. Oh, that's not the original file. Mm. What do you mean that's not the original file? They got lawyers involved. We had to do agreements and stuff. And, and, and we eventually came to a price and negotiation and agreement. We had to put it on a hard drive, mail it to them, everything like that. It was a whole to do. Make sure number one thing is here. Make sure your contact uh, contracts are bulletproof and state yeah. very clearly what you mean. So even if you, I, I don't agree with this, like templates, mm -hmm. um, like there are pl places out there. Uh, and I think it's still available as super su app sumo called creators content and it's for anybody who creates anything um boiler, uh, boiler templates which it's a good starting point but like for me i wanted to show a proper contract mm -hmm. i paid 1500 bucks for this contract to be solid and it was an ip lawyer that i know in belgium and mm -hmm. I did it and I put it into our presentation. And one of the things that were highlights, because I did get dinged on this, by the way, um, mm -hmm. in my early years when I was doing a uh, film mm. that I didn't, because the contract, even though it was in the contract, because it was such a big point, I, I didn't have them initial beside a point, a clause that said, that they would like that this is that they would not have the the rights to the to the copy they won they won and th th and this was all just small claims it wasn't a big deal but the mm -hmm. reason the judge came back 
said was that it was like a 15 page contract. And if it was a substantial clause that I should have had a place for them to realize that they needed to initial. If I would have had them initial beside the clause, then it was no, no way. So they sign at the bottom of the dotted line that so every page has to be initialed is what you're telling me yep. or like, or well, every line. no, no. So any important, like something that important has to be personally initialed. Mm -hmm. and so I get that makes sense. Cause when you do a mortgage or selling on a house, there's certain lines they make you initial so that mm -hmm. I could understand. Okay. So that so makes that's sense. Just something I learned. Uh, and hmm. the other thing is you're correct. Every page on a, a legal, and I'm not a lawyer. I'm not, that big disclaimer, not a lawyer, <laughs> not, a lawyer. Not, not advice. But for me, my opinion is that every page on a document uh, should be, should initial. be signed. Yeah. Well, I learned my lesson with that. And now I have a friend who went, goes over it with me and everything like that. Um, but let's be honest, like as far as Amazon, you have sellers overseas they sign something, say they break the contract. Are you going over? Are, are you really going to go to? How is that going to even happen? You, what are you going to do? Realistically, what are you going to do? But you have to make sure to protect yourself in the steps that you take moving forward as well. As far as payment, I never start a project until I'm paid at least half to 75% up front, if not full. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even start filming until that. And you have 24 hours to pay me when this goes live. If we did like a half upfront, half like thing, and if not, everything's taken down in 24 hours. Yeah, so. and I mean, you could in this world of social media, you could go out there and and blast the person, but it probably how does that make you come, look? It will probably come back on you. So uh, yeah. again, just something I learned: take the high road, and yes, there's going to be scumbags, scumbags out there. Uh, yeah, they. They got what they wanted, but karma, karma will pay. And there's so many people that have screwed me around and it's just, all right, you know who you are. You're not ever going to hear it from me. I'm not one of those people that are going to go and tell everybody about it. Well, I'll tell Kelsey about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell my people next to me. I'll tell my husband. He knows everything. Yeah. But uh, one of the things I, I mean, we've been just talking about, this is such an interesting conversation, but um, hey, look, we have a great giveaway today uh first of all if you're interested hashtag wheel of kelsey tag two people you get a second entry and Ooh. uh yes gina why don't you mention what we're doing today so i decided to team up here with sir norm and we are giving away a mystery like little package so we're gonna pick someone you're gonna tell us a, well once you get picked the winner um you'll email them a little bit about yourself so like what are you into i have pets i have kids i'm allergic to this or anything like that just so i know what to put in this mystery little gift box for you and we'll send it on over to you and hope you enjoy it and if you really hate the product then like email me or email them and let me know like because then i'll feel really bad but i try to do like i try to personalize it a little bit so tell us a little about yourself it'll be a nice little you know amazon product and so forth um and again, this is giveaway is not directly from Amazon in any way. This this giveaway is coming from me myself. So no association. I don't get sued uh, <laughs> um, or anything like that. But love to send like a mystery care package to you guys. Oh, that that's that sounds fantastic. Awesome. So if you're interested, hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people, you'll get a second entry. And by the way, just because I'm learning all this stuff, mm -hmm. uh, and we have done this before, but I'll throw in on just as a, another teaser. Um, I'll go 30 minutes with somebody. And if you want to learn some techniques about going live, 
So a lot of people mm -hmm. just kind of stick, stay away. They don't know how to do it. They're afraid of it. We'll go it's live. So it's, it's simple, but time consuming. And that's the part people get scared of, of how much time it's not like a microwave, you know, result as they call it an instant result. I just learned that term the other day. Someone said that like, it's not a microwave <laughs> result. I'm like, Oh, I like that. That's cute. <laughs> um, so this stuff is so worth it. It is so much fun. I learned about how doing all this during the pandemic and it is so much fun, but is it time consuming? Yes. Do I recommend it? Absolutely. Cause it is so worth it. It's fun. You could be your own boss. You get to engage with people. You, there's such a good community here that everyone's willing to help you too. So like, you know, that's how I met Norm, like from the community, yeah, yeah. shout out to Tony of down under bedding. He's the one who introduced us some great quality products. He was one of my clients first. And then we started working together. I know he's an influencer as well. Um, it's so much fun to do here and just follow the guidelines. All I can say guys, don't just assume anything on Amazon, read the read. guideline, read everything before you start, please yeah. ask questions. If there's something you're not sure of, please ask, please ask Amazon. So you're covered. If they try to take you away. That's the one. And now apparently you can't do giveaways on Amazon. Uh, on Amazon, live. on Amazon live. So as of two days ago, someone was shut down because of it. Because legally you're, and I'm, this is from what I, what, from what I was told. And again, I am not speaking on any behalf of Amazon or anything. Um, but in the guidelines, it does say you're not allowed to ask for a customer's um, information. Um, you can't ask for their address. You can't ask for any personal information. You can't make them, you can't make them make a purchase for a giveaway either, which I don't think I've ever seen anyone show proof of purchase no. or anything like that. Yeah. But technically you cannot ask for anything personal through Amazon live wow. to them. It's a liability. So if you say you, you won my giveaway, right? I would have to say on live, Hey guys, send me your shipping. I used to yep. think I was covered if I said shipping address, not personal address, Yeah, but it's too high of a risk now. So everyone's paused all like giveaways or anything like that. A really big influencer got, um, you know, uh, everybody does it. I see it on everybody. This is Contest. as of two days ago. This is as wow. of two days ago. So like for us, for example, we'll we'll um, we'll give away either the products of the mm -hmm. week, products of the month, or a gift card. And what we always say is, uh, take a screenshot of the follow, like follow us, take a screenshot, and email us or give us your email. That's what I used to do too, and now I'm just too. I'm not. It's not worth the risk for me. It's not worth the risk anymore. And we're just patiently waiting for Amazon to tell us. Like I, I would hope at Amazon, if you can hear me. Do like a like a live seminar on exactly what you want from us, what we're allowed to do. If we're allowed to do giveaways, how do we go about it? Are we allowed to tell them, hey, guys, reach out to us via email and we'll talk there. You know, the and not different between Walmart and Amazon <laughs> is that Amazon does everything. They're, they're the ones hiding in the shadows. They're like the stalker. They're like the, you, you know, just that person that I, I don't even want to get into it, but they're they They'll never tell you exactly what they want yet. Walmart and I'm dealing directly with them. So Walmart, they'll have people and they'll say, Hey, yes, we want to let people know about the updates. We want to let people know about our ter terms of service. It is night and day working with the Walmart team. Like try to reach out to Walmart or Amazon and say, Hey, Amazon influencer department, can you come on or can you tell us 
No, figure it out for yourself. Walmart I think that, be... I think their reason for doing that is trying to weed out the ones who don't take this seriously, who aren't reading the guidelines. But I, I, and I get kind of why they do it. But at the same time, if we email you for help, all I ask is a simple, hey, yes, this is okay. Hey, not, this is okay. Or, you know, something where I get some type of response. That's totally fine. I am grateful for Amazon. You know, I am so grateful for their platform. At the same time, it's just, it's been a very winding road, a very yeah. winding road. And I, like you said, I wish it was just more black and white a little bit sometimes. And we just had more hands-on help. You know what I mean? Like that would, that would change, but are they trying to make it difficult for a reason? Who knows? I I don't know. And like, I, I do know a lot of this mm -hmm. is um, driven legally, right? They're, yep. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. So they're watching their back, but come on guys, public. And I, the reason why it's so vague is because if they give details, then there's a problem. If something goes wrong now, it's a legal thing again, but vague. Lawyers love vague, you know. So. I would love. I would be happy to sit down and talk to Amazon. I'll even sign an NDA. You know, I don't care. Like as long as you help me. <laughs> like even if you want influencers to sign NDAs about the information that you you talk about how to help their account, I feel influencers would jump on that just so you could help them and they could learn. Like even yeah. if there was like a a summit where like a like a Zoom call where all of us can get on, we'll sign that NDA and just explain to us what we, what you want from us. That's all. Yeah, we just want to know. We don't want to get her because some people, this is their only source of income, only, and they're making millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm not quoting anyone or saying exactly, but there's people who make a lot of money and support their families. You know, don't rip the rug out from under us if we don't even realize we're breaking a guideline or if we didn't realize we were doing it wrong. We thought we were doing it, but we're not doing it 100. percent You know, we just explain. That's all. You know, yeah. we love you, Amazon. Help us help <laughs> you. Help us help you. <laughs> you oh, know? my gosh. I, and I don't think that'll happen anytime soon. But next question for me. And Kelsey, we're, we'll, we'll miss the one sponsorship uh, today because we've just, uh, we're at the, almost at the top of the hour. Mm -hmm. So I've got a couple of questions before we get into the other questions. But how do people search for Amazon influencers? Whew. So that's been another thing. You Technically, you can't. So if you, I, I, they used to, I think they might've updated it, but they used to not be able to search for Amazon influencers. Let me see. You might have to do it from the Amazon live page now. Let's mm -hmm. see. I think that's where you go. Yeah. So you can find who's currently live right now. They, I think they started making a section. Oh, I don't see it. Hold on. Can you search for, for influencers by name i don't think you can anymore so it's a little bit tricky finding us i'm not gonna lie so if you're on the which if you go to amazon.com slash live you'll see anyone who's live upcoming live streams and stuff like that um but if you're not following us it's kind of hard to find us i'm not gonna lie um you kind of just got to sit on the amazon live page and find us or follow that influencer on so other social media platforms and get their link. Okay. I'm looking right now. Let's see. If I type in myself real mom stuff. No, see, my profile doesn't come up if I just search it in the Amazon search bar. See, if I went over, and it used to be uh, on the live page over on the left-hand side, you could go into a niche and you should be able to pull up all the different influencers. 
There's a browse page and yeah. it'll say like electronics. Um, but I don't think they have every single person. It's only the the people who've been live most frequently, like the last 24 hours oh, who's okay. been live. So you can search live streams by topic. Um, so food they have, well, I'm looking at it right now, baby, media. So if I go to baby, you'll see the people, oh, I'm on there the last seven days. Um, so you'll be able to see the people who've been live in the last, like, you know, last 30, I think it's the last 30 streams they post. So okay. I've seen things up all the way back from January 11th and so forth. So there's, I don't see anything where you can search by name or anything like that. That's the only tough part. Okay. All right. Okay. Kels, uh, just looking, we're getting close to the top of the hour. Do we have a bunch of questions? Uh, yeah, we have a couple of questions. Um, a couple of them were about finding influencers on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of covered that, but let me just read okay. out Luke's. Uh, he was saying, yeah, he tried searching for an influencer on Amazon last week, and he could only see who was live. Um, but mm -hmm. he asked, how do I find influencers on Amazon? Maybe is there a database or uh, some sort of software? And what is reasonable mm -hmm. offer to approach an influencer with that would not be disrespectful, but also not be too much too fast. Um, I would, uh, do you want to answer that Norm or you want me to? Well, um, one of the things is how long is a piece of string? You know, it's just, it, it could be all over the map. Uh, you, I, I'm not sure about you, Gina, you've done this way longer than me, <laughs> but I think that uh, the way that I would approach it is have the uh, influencer come back to you. I was just going to say, ask for a rate card. Yeah. Just ask for a rate card. Be like, what are your rates? And if they shoot way out of your budget, be like, hey, um, I completely respect, you know, your rate and so forth. This is what my budget is. Can we meet somewhere in the middle? Mm -hmm. Can we work, do this plus commission? As long as you're willing to work with them, you know, I, I feel like it's not disrespectful. Ask for their budget. Normally, as the influencer, I'll ask for your budget. As I'll ask the seller yeah. for a budget just to see where their head's at. But if you come at first, I think it's definitely respectful to say, hey, what's your rate card? Or what's your ongoing rates for, for this these services? I'm looking to do X, Y, and Z. That's Very it. good. Okay, next. Okay, uh, next question is from Rad. Let me just pull it up. Uh, is it better to get an influencer to promote the product or an affiliate to promote your products? When when they say affiliate to promote your products, does that mean like a an Amazon associate? So um, they might have it on a, a a web page or something like that. I mean, the it's kind of the same thing, but it's different. I was going to yeah. say that's a little bit of a gray area because most Amazon influencers are Amazon associates, right? And vice versa. Yeah, you want both. I for me. You want the mm -hmm. live, which is the brand exposure. You want the shoppable that helps. That's the big sales dri driver. And then if they're promoting it additionally on their social media with the associates link, that's a bonus. Right. So, and when you're going live, one of the things to consider is right. that the live, and I'd be interesting to hear what you have to say about this, but mm -hmm. to go live, this is what we're telling people. We need a discount, a, a deep discount to get people's reactions, if they, if they want to buy this incredible right oral mouthwash and, and they're cold traffic, well, if you're giving them 5% off or 10% off, it's 
not going to happen. If you give them 30 or 40 or 50% off, you'll get that sales velocity. And you don't, that doesn't mean that you have to have that ongoing for a year. That could mm. be for a day, a week, uh, whatever you'd like. Um, I agree. But, you know, especially if you're, you're, you're just, if you're having slower sales, it's like a lightning deal. Get out there, blow it up, get some sales, get some, uh, like a sales velocity going for you. And, um, but don't expect, and this is one of those things too, Gina, people have asked me to do this, but they either don't want to give a discount or they give us such a small discount that you say, it's just, it's not going to happen. And also with, with that being said, the two things that I, if, if there are any sellers out here listening, one thing I could tell you about Amazon live and shoppable videos. If I'm, I'm sure everyone knows what shoppable video is, and I'm sure if not another episode, we could explain yeah. all that. Those are the videos we make. Um, lives equal brand exposure, shoppable videos equal long-term sales. I tell this to everyone. I am transparent. Do not expect even an influencer who has thousands of views at a time does not mean they are getting a thousand sales. It's not going to happen. Even with 30% off, 70% off, it's never guaranteed with sales driven on a live. It's more, more about the brand exposure, but that discount will extremely help if you want sales right then and there. Yeah. And like you said, 30, 30, 40 minimum and up, you need a discount to do. But brand exposure is the key to have it, keep your mindset. Lives equal brand exposure. Shoppable videos do more long-term sales, but they're never, nothing is ever guaranteed. So please be like understanding with the influencer, no matter what. So, but those two together is the dream package. Right. Yep. Very good. Okay. I have one last question and uh, I'm just kind of curious. Have you ever had any negative experiences and what, what, what were they or what was it? Um, with working with an influencer with Amazon live, no, we're working with uh, a client. Oh, a client. Okay. Um, no names, no names. No, 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 no. <laughs> I have, that would never, um, no, I know, I know. I don't need any loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would definitely say some negative things are not getting paid. Yep. Not, not ha holding up on their end. Definitely have had that before happen to me. And that's why I stopped doing the whole, like, you know, I get paid at the end of the campaign. I always get paid up front, especially with those um, who are a little smaller, like fish. Like I'm working, working with Fisher Price. I kind of trust them a little bit more. I think they're more scared of us bad mouthing them. Yeah. God forbid. Um, but negative experiences is only like a, a very few that weren't maybe, they had their expectations up here. Like I said, they thought a million views is a million sales or vice versa. So I am very, very transparent about that from the jump. Very transparent. And if you're not happy about that, you think you could find someone else who could deliver X, go for it. Those are the, probably the only two things I've ever had problems with. Where it's like, oh, I worked with you. I didn't get one sale. First off, it's been like 48 hours. Calm down. <laughs> or even if it's a week. It could take up to three months sometimes of doing this to see real jump in sales. It all depends on your product, how long you've been there, how much are we pushing it and so forth. So that's the only real negative thing I would have is people don't have real, real realistic expectations sometimes. Yeah. And even the expectations, I guess, should be in contract form because I, I a lot of the times this comes from managed services that 
people have very, very selective hearing. Mm -hmm. uh, you could say it 10 times and it's over somebody's head. So I make sure it's in writing and in the email. Yeah. So, so when I'm, um, we're going in good. email threads, I said, we are not guaranteeing any say blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I've had this happen where we provided the service. Okay. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but um, we've provided the service. We provided a snippet and we told people we record. So uh, of the guarantee, the person acknowledging it was a guarantee. They did a chargeback on PayPal. PayPal received all the information. They say, no problem. But it's happened twice with American mm. Express. And both times, without even looking at the files, uh, they just get they just uh, they just get the charger back. No. no, there's nothing you can do unless you want to take, like you said, if you want to go to New York from Toronto and fight somebody in court. But what if you go back and appeal it on PayPal and say, like, here, this was the contract we had. Uh, it, they, what happens is uh, it goes to PayPal and then it goes over to um, American Express. So PayPal agreed. PayPal said, yeah, this is we're recharging the, the, mm -hmm. the client. But then and American then, Express blocked it. American Express blocked it because mm. they're idiot. They're not saying it. Uh, <laughs> and it, it just cut that little piece out. But um, uh, anyways, yeah, they didn't honor the mm. contract. It's only happened a couple of times. And what we do now is if the product is, or if the contract's over a thousand bucks, it's ACH. You know, we just have to do that. I honestly think knock on countertop never had like a re refund or anyone try to take money back or anything like that. So thank my lucky stars. I've always thought about that, yeah. you know, and I think also um, on PayPal, there's a way to like turn off, not turn off, but like say that you're not including refunds or something or in the contract too. I know I've, I've noticed in contracts, no refunds or stuff. People yeah. put that in there too, but you're still things can, anything can happen. And one, one last thing I don't think a lot of people realize. Mm -hmm. So we used to, I was in a different business and, um, had a lot of businesses. Yeah, I have been, <laughs> uh, but th this business, uh, it took in larger dollar sums and, mm -hmm. uh, having compliance with the credit cards and mm -hmm. knowing what those compliance policies are, having a refund statement. Having mm -hmm. the the yep. uh, you know U.S. funds on a page, having you know the refund link, so people can check out refund policy, and yeah. stating it. Um, now people may never look at it, but if you don't have it there, that's another thing that mm. people can complain. And if you're not within compliance, uh, it's a huge fine. I don't know anybody who's ever been hit with that fine. But it's it's a substantial fine for being wow. non-compliant with the mat, with the uh, payment processors and I don't even take credit cards. cards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't do. I mean, the only, only main form of transaction is uh, ACH, PayPal, and Zelle. Yeah, Th those are literally the only three right now that I do. Yeah. So, anyways, we just wanted to. I just wanted to, you know, let everybody know that there are some interesting things that can happen. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, there's more good than bad. And 100%. if you're looking for influencers, I hope you learned something today. Um, if you want to be a brand ambassador, you know, there's lots of ways to do it. And if you just want to go and do a side hustle and make a few extra bucks during these crazy times, it's an awesome way to make some dollars, but you just can't 
you have it's not to, instant. and you have to read the guidelines. Yes. Read the guidelines and put in the time, put in a yeah. little bit of effort. Don't just flick a camera on and be like, okay, cool. Read the guidelines and try a little bit, try a little bit. Exactly. So Gina, if, if anybody's interested, before we get over to the wheel of Kelsey, mm -hmm. how do people get in contact with you or your company? Um, so you can either go to my website. It's www.gmcinfluence.com. Um, I'm not stealing anything from the cars. Just clear. That's my initials. Gina Marie Carlo is my name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like stealing from the car company. Um, but also my, my email is Gina at gmcinfluence.com. So either one is easy way to find me real mom stuff on Instagram. So super easy. Very good. Okay. Uh, let's see. I guess what we could do is go over to a sponsor and oh. then over to the <laughs> okay, so sponsor. <laughs> yeah. I want to give a quick shout out to an incredible group of sponsors to help keep this podcast running. The lunch with Norm podcast would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. Post-purchase pro clear ads, Jeff Schick law rebate.com Honu worldwide digital blacksmiths. Netfluence, Extreme Power, and Startup Club. Now back to the show. All right, and now over to the wheel. Gina, uh, you've never seen the wheel. You might want to put your volume down. Oh, okay. All well, right. have you seen my husband's live streams? He does like a whole dance party, so I'm used to hearing it from the other side of the house. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm All ready. Right. All right, well, enjoy. It's time. I love it. Alrighty. Thank you, everyone who entered today's Wheel of Kelsey. Uh, make sure you email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com. If you are the winner, um, I'll need your shipping address and, like Gina said, some information about yourself. Uh, it looks like Brian is our winner. Yay! Very good. All right. Congratulations, Congrats, Brian. Brian. Congrats. There we go. Right. So, Brian, just email me, k at lunchwithnorm.com to uh, get your prize. And, uh, yeah, you'll be receiving a mystery gift box. Yay. All right, Gina. Well, thank you so much for coming on today. And thank you for just having me. Hang back after you go to the waiting room and uh, just want to talk to you for a second. But it was awesome having you today. And hopefully you'll come back on. Oh, absolutely. You let me know whenever. I'll do this weekly with you. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. All right, everybody. So I hope you learned a little bit about the red flags or what to look for, what not to look for and how to approach influencers today. I thought it was an awesome show with Gina. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Lunch with the, lunch with the, lunch with the.